0: This is I Don't Care If You Listen podcast. My mom, Shalini, my auntie Leonica. This is episode 12. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Here we are, another episode, I Don't Care If You Listen. Number 12. I'm Shalini,
1: and she is the one and only Leonica. What's up, What's girl? up girl? How are you? Took the words out I- of my mouth. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Fighting the cold, but I got some ginseng tea here. How's the weather up in
0: uh, good old Michigan? Um, pretty mild, actually. What does that mean? Mild like it's not freezing yet? Mild like it's not?
1: It's not freezing yet. (laughs) It's just frosty. Oh, God.
0: You know, I told you I went to Chicago two weeks ago, two weekends ago. I went for a, a surprise 40th birthday party. I wore long johns to the nightclub. I went to the club, girl. I had long johns on. I was freezing. I'm not
1: mad at you. Freezing? I felt like such a tool, but I was like, shoot. I'm not mad at you. I started to wear some the other day, and I just forced myself not to. I probably should have, then I'd be feeling better right now. I swear I'm
0: allergic to the cold. When I was a kid, I used to stick my hand in the snow, and I would get bumps on my hand. So See, me
1: too. It's my feet. If my feet get cold, I get sick.
0: See? I'm not meant for the cold. It took me till I was forty-two to diagnose myself with seasonal affect disorder. I need sunshine,
1: cause that gives you energy. Yeah,
0: for sure. Vitamin
1: D. Yep. Hope. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you, we need all the hope we can get. It's been a couple of crazy days. You know, Today, we.
1: Today. <sighs> oh, my mind is just blown right now. Like, did they go at my president? They went at your president. And my aunt Maxine. <laughs>
0: at them all and they even went at CNN yeah I was like I wonder if it's the 1.6 billion dollar winner from South Carolina got some gumption about them thought they'd pull some shit like that maybe no
1: I think it's 45
0: so in case you missed it because you're going to be hearing this a few days later so there's probably no chance that you missed the news that President Barack Obama's family home and the Clinton family home in upstate New York both uh, had attempted deliveries of explosives, bombs, sent to their house. The Secret Service
1: intercepted the packages. They also target, like I said, my Aunt Maxine. <laughs>
0: yep, yeah, Maxine Waters.
1: Yeah, John Brennan, Desi Wasserman Schultz, and Eric Holder down there in Florida,
0: this is from CNBC. Ten hours ago, Secret Service says potential explosive devices addressed to former President Barack Obama and the ex-presidential candidate Hillary Clinton have been intercepted. New York police evacuate the Time Warner Center in which news outlet CNN is located to investigate an explosive device. Offices of Debbie Wasserman Schultz of Florida, Senator Kamala Harris of California are also evacuated after reports of suspicious packages. Two days earlier, an explosive device was found at the home of politically active billionaire George Soros, a pariah to the right wing. Mm -hmm. Soros' home in Bedford, New York is a few miles from the Clinton's residence. NBC reported that the devices addressed to Obama, Clinton, and Soros share a number of characteristics. The packaging in which they were sent was almost exactly the same. They each had a return address belonging to a former Democratic Party official, according to NBC. What the mickey Ficky, is going on girl vice president mike pence got retweeted by 45 saying uh, we condemn the attempted attacks against former president obama the clintons and cnn and others these cowardly actions are despicable and have no place in this country grateful for swift response of the secret service fbi and law enforcement local law enforcement um these
1: those responsible will be brought to justice I told you I can't listen to 45 or anybody from his administration talk. Um, their vocabulary bothers me. I don't know. I can't say philant- <laughs> philant-
0: philanthropy. Philanthropy.
1: <laughs> I can say philanthropy. you philanthropic. I can say philanthropist.
0: I didn't see you running for president either, so yes, you should have a vast uh, vocabulary because you're my girl, and we have vast vocabularies together. But I definitely think the, the, president the president should have a better yeah.
1: vocabulary than both of us. Exactly. I mean, saying this is going to be really, really big. It's
0: like you said last episode. See Spot Run. Yeah. So that happened today. Well,
1: I wanted to talk a little bit more about oh, the journalist um, Jama.
0: Yeah, Kologi, Kologi, the journalist who was murdered.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name.
0: Oh, don't say that. See, it always gets me frustrated when people sit, look at me and they say, I'm not even going to try to say your name. No, try. <sighs> No, I, I believe that. You get it too, don't you? People look at your it, name and they're like, oh, I'm not going to try to say that name.
1: <laughs> they do it to me too, but I prefer you not to say my name than to slaughter it. Well, so that's he's, just a respect.
0: He's, thing. He's, he's already sorry. It's probably too soon oh, for that God. joke. I couldn't even help it. I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive me, I, I Mr. Koloji. Oh
1: my God. I didn't try. And it is too soon. That hurt me that I even said that way too soon because what happened was so jacked up
0: so jacked up jamal khashoggi 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 we'll start we'll go with khashoggi i think it's khashoggi
1: yeah that sounds like what i've heard right
0: there you go jamal khashoggi that story is so messed up okay according to cnn this donald trump answer on saudi arabia and jamal khashoggi is a wow that's according to cnn hmm. Here's yes, the exchange regarding Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, commonly known as MBS, and the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Wall Street Journal is asking the president, do you believe him? Do you believe the denials? Mr. Trump, I want to believe him. I really want to believe him. They've been a very good ally. They've been a tremendous investor in our military equipment and other things. They buy tremendous amounts of things from our country. It probably amounts to millions of jobs. You know, a million jobs. That's a lot of jobs. So I certainly want to believe
1: him. We're arms dealers. Yep. That's so embarrassing. Yeah, we're arms dealers. And we want them to keep buying our weapons so he doesn't want to step on their toes.
0: This is what happened after you and this is what I was thinking about. What happened after you and I hung up the phone last week uh, was that $100 million was deposited from the Saudis to the American government.
1: No surprise. Like,
0: Yeah. $100
1: Hundred million dollars.
0: Hundred million no dollar.
1: And you know what? It was probably in exchange for arms. Yeah,
0: either that or sorry, we killed one of your journalists, money. But Mm-mm. probably arms.
1: Yeah, they're getting something for that. And our we, did we just have an ambassador over there? Secretary? Who was just yeah over Pompeo?
0: There? Mike Pompeo was over there. He went right after, like the day after the Jamal Khashoggi thing happened. Or was, like, the Turkish tapes were released, or...
1: Yeah, he went over there smiling.
0: Yeah. So that whole thing is really dirty.
1: They absolutely were making a deal. And that's why the whole response has been so bland.
0: This is what the Saudi prince... Let's see, the Saudi prince is talking here. MBS, Mohammed bin Salman. Um, These are his first comments since some of his closest aides have been implicated in the Saudi journalist's death. He was speaking at an investors' conference in Riyadh.
2: This was a very, very painful incident for all Saudis, and also for everybody in this planet. It was unnecessary. Saudi Arabia will go and implement all necessary rules and investigate deeply in order to achieve results and to bring to justice those who were responsible for this heinous crime.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy because then, I don't know if you saw the video that they had taken the clothes off of um, Kosoji and put it on an imposter to try and make it Mm. look like he was leaving the consulate.
1: Right. I'm reading that Gina Haspel heard the audio Mm -hmm. of what happened. A person familiar with the audio said it was compelling, quote unquote, and could put more pressure on the United States to hold Saudi Arabia accountable for the death of Khashoggi, a contributing columnist for the Washington Post. And this is from the Post.
0: That stuff's dirty. And then you get to this whole conversation of today, what happened to our last real president and the real winner of the election
1: Mm
0: -hmm. are we really to this point is this what we're doing now is this how this is gonna go
1: (laughs) this is how it's gonna go girl you better get ready (laughs) I'm scared (laughs) yeah it's, it's yeah it's a lot of hate in this world and it's been he has given it permission to show it
0: yeah that's it he's really he's really just made it all Okay, for people to be ignorant and wave their ignorant flags and be ignorant.
1: Divisive.
0: Divisive and how they approach people, how they talk to people day to day. People just feel like they have license to be rude. I don't think there's, you know, Chris got into it. I kind of got into it with one of Chris's relatives on Facebook. They posted something about, you know, from POTUS saying that they didn't want any immigrants until... And after the next election and they should put a ban on any immigration until after the next election. They were talking about this caravan
1: situation that's going on. Yeah, that's very upsetting. Because I read, did he really tweet that there are people from the Middle Eastern Eastern countries sprinkled in there and there's no way to tell who they are?
0: You act like I pay attention to that man's tweets. <laughs>
1: I just read it in a news article. I didn't... <laughs> it popped up when I searched for caravan.
0: White House official admits Trump is lying about caravan to manipulate his voters. That's what you're talking yes. about. Yes. This is uh, NY Mag.
1: So it's Hondurans cutting through Guatemala now.
0: Okay, according to BBC, migrant caravan. What is it and why does it matter? This is from today. For more than a week, thousands of migrants from Central America have been trudging north towards the U.S. They say they are fleeing persecution, poverty, and violence in their home countries of Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. The journey poses a host of dangers, such as dehydration, criminal gangs, but many of the migrants say they feel safer traveling in numbers. Here's what you need to know, how it began, October 12th, in the crime-ridden Honduran city of San Pedro Sula, A group of 160 people gathered at a bus terminal, prepared to set off on a dangerous journey. They had been planning this for more than a month. Um, I'm paraphrasing. By the time the group set off in the early hours of October 13th, more than a thousand Hondurans had joined. They've since crossed into neighboring Guatemala and then Mexico with thousands more people joining along the way. Why did they form a caravan? Um, Most because they're seeking a new life and better opportunities in the U.S. or Mexico. Uh, Others say they're fleeing violence in their home country and intend to apply for asylum. Honduras, which has a population of about 9 million, has endemic problems with gang violence, drug wars, and corruption. The wider region has one of the highest murder rates in the world. Spokesman for the UN said more than 7,000 people had joined the group as of October 22nd, citing estimates from the International Organization for Migration. Journey is grueling and poses a number of challenges for those who decide to join the caravan: hot weather, sunburn, dehydration, constant risks. Number of people have fainted during the journey after walking for six consecutive days. This is what gets me, man. There is no way anybody's doing that just because they felt like going on a walk or they're bored with their country. You're going through that because you want a better life for your family, for your kids. That's right. That's what you're trying to get. You're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to do something, To go through all this to to live a better life. And you get all these people. That's what I said. Chris's aunt posted something like, you know, like the president says, let's not have any immigration till after the election. And I was Mm -hmm. like, so at what point do all the people who stole the land from the Native Americans start heading back to their motherland? What what Uh point point do they start going back? That's what gets me is this, we're not going to let you in. We got to keep our borders safe. When you guys got here in a thieving, raping way, you set up shop in a thieving, raping, abusive way, but you want to tell other people to stay out. Like, come on. Stay out when you're trying to make a better life for yourself. People, mm-hmm. I mean, and you call yourself a Christian,
1: please. And we, we're supposed to be the land of opportunity.
0: That's, when, that's what goes back to that whole, they call themselves pro-life. They're mm-hmm. pro-life. Mm-hmm. Take care mm-hmm. of that baby. Make sure you have that baby. Whether you want it or not, you better make sure you have that baby. But once it gets here, we don't oh, want don't,
1: it. Don't get no assistance. We don't want to give you welfare.
0: So backwards. I don't get it. I don't get the backwardsness of it all. I really don't. But when you recognize that somebody is coming to you in a state of desperation.
1: Well, and what are our our dealings down there? Why? In (laughs) what what ways are we contributing to that? Are we selling those gangsters, guns that are, you know, terrorizing the country?
0: With this regime, I don't put anything past
1: him. He's going to the usual M.O. Mm Mm-hmm that the government always uses to criminalize people. Mhm. Criminals are slaves, and that just pisses me off, because it's like, I hope people vote. I hope people realize how important it is to vote, because if not, they, they might make slavery legal again.
0: <laughs> Before Trump was elected, I talked a lot about internment camps and... You know mm-hmm. what, what we did to the Japanese and how you just had to look a certain way and everybody Oh you're crazy that'll never Oh you're crazy that'll never mm, I don't know about that. that'll never Right. History repeats itself. I don't know. And
1: really when you talk about that, let's talk about the immigrants that have already come. And then they take their children away from them and sent them all over our country. That's BS.
0: I'm trying to see what else is going on. Oh, Two shot and killed at a Kroger in Kentucky. I met a lady this... I saw that too. I met a lady this weekend who tried to tell me... They put gates up at our kids' school. Now, they it, It's like a big open campus. But mm-hmm. now they put gates up. And she was saying, I don't know why they put gates up. Gun violence in schools is the lowest it's ever been. They're safer than they've ever been. And I went and looked it up. And it's a Fox News statistic that she was quoting that was basically comparing... All the Worldwide. schools, right, all the schools, <laughs> you know, when you just make the numbers work for you, they weren't work, work the numbers. They didn't take into consideration the availability of assault rifles, how many more are being sold when these kids are coming in with guns, the numbers of kids that they're taking out as opposed to what they used to. It's just mm-hmm. like a whole different game. But it's again, that Fox News syndrome where people figure out what they want to believe and then they go watch and listen to the material that supports what, what they think and believe. So then that way they can just be in that vacuum
1: you are right about social media and that it allows you to do that. That's what those cookies do is allow you to see more of what you're searching for. Oh, you were looking for this bullshit here. Here's an ad about it.
0: And they're even proving now that a lot of the Russian hacking was the Colin Kaepernick stuff. They did the Colin Kaepernick memes. They got involved in that conversation. You know, Mm. like there's all those what we think are American cultural conversations that they were able to influence via memes and things like that so people who just look at a meme and decide to share it they just were helping the, out the russians but they won't look at it as ignorant that's why mm-hmm. w- before you share something i strongly suggest you fact check before you share some ignorant stupid information fact check it don't just share because the headline looks interesting that's
1: called clickbait. Mm-hmm. well and the whole point of that is to influence decisions right and to scare people, yeah. like, fear is the biggest technique that they use to spread propaganda. Yep. They prey on people's fears.
0: That's exactly right. If you tell people enough that the media is fake and it's fake news, if you say it enough, anything that goes against what he says is fake.
1: Mm-hmm. And He's th- building a cult.
0: That's how they see it. It's fake, and they science doesn't matter to them, facts don't matter to them. That just is a really scary place to live.
1: Kids should know history, because if they know history, they would know that that's how the World War Two started. Propaganda just like that. We didn't have social media back then, we didn't have memes, but we had posters. Mm-hmm. We had newspapers. Mm-hmm. And that same stuff was going on. They were smearing the Jewish people, and. Turning them into dangerous criminals. I mean, just like they did with the slaves, the way they portrayed us back in the day was horrible. You know what I mean? Just vicious, big lip, scary rapists. Yep. Or prostitutes, if you were a woman. Yeah.
0: Well, it's always Torky. that, <laughs> mammy. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and and that was just ingrained in how you exactly it was ingrained in everything that happened. Even, like, down to where they just out-and-out lie. Mm -hmm. I was watching my girl, Rachel Maddow, and she was talking about pre-existing conditions. Apparently, there are all these Republican candidates that are saying that they will try to fight for pre-existing conditions when, in fact, they consistently vote the opposite way. Mm -hmm. This is from... um, MSNBC. To hear Republican officials and candidates tell it, they're fully on board with the Affordable Care Act's protections for Americans with pre-existing conditions. Donald Trump, in particular, has insisted at every recent campaign rally that he and his party should be seen as champions of progressive health care safeguards. By any sane measure, the argument is indefensible. Not only have these GOP politicians spent years trying to tear them down, They're also championing a lawsuit that would strip millions of families of the protections Republicans now pretend to support. So now you're going to get all these Republicans saying, well, he does support pre-existing conditions. Well, they do support... And they don't. The New York Times reported, The Trump administration announced a new policy on Monday making it easier for states to circumvent coverage requirements and consumer protections in the Affordable Care Act. States could, for example, use federal (laughs) funds to subsidize short-term insurance plans with skimpy benefits and fewer protections for people with pre-existing conditions. Coming two weeks before Election Day, the new policy appeared to be a political gift to Democrats who are making health care a potent campaign theme. As is usually the case, this is according to MSNBC, the details get a little complicated, but at issue are the ACA 1332 waivers, which allow states to implement their own reforms, each of which must meet minimum standards established under Obamacare. These new developments have the effect of encouraging states to exploit the policy, as a Vox report put it, set up their own alternatives to the health care law.
1: Okay, when you read that, bear with me. I want to Tell you what I heard. What I heard is they are trying to protect white supremacy. Yeah. Because minorities are disproportionately affected by every disease that you name. If it's cancer or breast cancer or colon cancer, if it's diabetes, if it's heart disease, we all have pre existing conditions. So if they take away our health care, they kill us all out and they can keep their race pure. And this is just one of many (laughs) ploys that's going on. And I don't care what nobody says, conspiracy theorists or not, everything that I have learned in political science and social work and psychology and history has shown me that that is what this government does. They criminalize people, and then they make laws to protect privilege.
0: I wish I could say you were wrong, but you're right on point. When you're digging down deep, when you're not even that deep, shoot, when you're when you're translating actions and what they actually mean, that is exactly what it looks like. That combined
1: with voter suppression. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's just one of many strategies, and Shalini, it's so scary for me because I look at, you know, statistics are saying that life expectancy for everybody in the world is increasing, but when I look at my family, I have an uncle who's in the hospital right now, and he is the longest-living member of my family out of my mom and her eight siblings and her mother. He's 65 years old. Mm. There are only four of her siblings alive now. Everyone died before 65, including her mother. We are disproportionately affected by shit like that. And so when you tell me stuff like that, when I look at my family's place in history in this country, and the laws that have affected them, you know there were laws that were in effect in nineteen in the fifties in that said you can only have so many kids and receive public assistance. Mm-hmm. Those laws caused my grandmother to give my mom up for adoption because they made it really hard for women, or especially single women, or a woman with a man in the home. That man should be able to provide. For his family, and so that started that cycle and generation of poverty. You know what I mean? They redlined. They made laws about where people could live. They called it redlining, and then they would move one black person in, and then all the property value dropped. Then all the white people move away, and more black people and minority other minorities move in the neighborhood, and then next thing you know, you got. My mom's house, mm-hmm. where I grew up, mm-hmm. where the property values are probably, if they're 20000 if your house is worth $20,000, you are good. You know, you're lucky. Mm. And that's horrible. All at the same time, when my grandmother was buying her house back even before the 50s in 1947, I believe that the people she worked for got her that house,
0: mm-hmm. financed
1: it for her. She worked for... Um, a doctor's family, rich white family. She was their maid, housekeeper, nanny, type of thing. You know what? The help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they hooked her up. That she was nice. well, she ran the house. Like seriously, she got to wake up. She cooked for her kids and family. Then she go on to work and take care of them all day. Then come home at night, make dinner for them, and you know, do it again the next day. So I know how that affects you know, people, because I heard hear my grandmother, you know, brag about, oh, I was the first black person to move in this neighborhood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when I moved over here, that was the army barracks. you know, and now it's the projects.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I see these different types of policies being made, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to affect me and my people even harder than the rest of the general population. And that's scary to think that. Dang, my family's life expectancy is like 65. Mm. Now, see, and my uncle is right now, he's fighting for his life in the hospital. He's got fluid on his brain, his kidneys are shutting down, and a heart condition. oh you know? honey
0: I'm sorry.
1: You know, it, it, it's, I'm like, dang, you know, we were happy he made it to 65. You know, he's the only one who made it to 65. And it's scary. My mom's 61. Gotta break some curses and, we really got to be strategic in that because this shit is real.
0: Hold on. I got you know? a sneaky peek. Can you say hi, Auntie Leonica? Come here. Hi, Auntie Leonica.
1: Hey, precious. How are you?
0: We good. We
1: good? Oh, you're looking handsome. What do you say? Thank you.
0: Thank hi, you. Thank you. are
1: welcome.
0: Thank you. What are you doing? Whoa. No, right now. You can come sleep in my bed later. I'm going to finish my podcast, okay? Your daddy's waiting for you, I bet. Good night, Mom. Good night, my love. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Good night. Nice so good night. Good night. Good night. Yeah. See you in the morning. See you in the morning. Pull my door shut, baby. Love ya. Okay, thank you, buddy. So, reminder, based on that whole conversation, when I'm thinking about, hey, you took a snapshot of me, cheese. <laughs>
1: I'm just pushing buttons. <laughs> you are <know, I'm> silly. So <laughs> my kid says cheese. I guess Skype updated their platform and they got some new stuff going on. We could snapshot.
0: Um, based on that conversation we just had, Florida, I urge everybody to vote yes on Amendment Four. Florida is one of the only states where felons anyone who is convicted of a felony uh, is stripped of their right to vote. And that is not fair because they've served their time. They've done their, they're done what they needed to do. They're citizens just trying to be a productive part of society again. And this whole, you know, begrudging them the right to vote is just to me, just such a control mechanism that it's pathetic, pathetic, Mm -hmm. but amendment four, that's what we're voting yes on. Um, that's what I would ask everybody do is vote yes on Amendment 4.
1: And up here in Michigan, proposal 2, gerrymandering, vote yes. We would like to have a citizen-ran committee determine our voting districts, not our representatives in Congress because we see they are biased because they want to keep their jobs.
0: I cannot wrap my head around how people are okay with this game of messing with people's voting, not being a fair representation of the citizens who are doing the voting.
1: Chevronie has always been like that. I mean, I, we talked about that three-fifths.
0: I know. It seems borderline treasonous, by the way, to me. It is.
1: Messing with the people's voting we, rights. They have to read to ratify our voting rights over and over again. I mean, <laughs> they can take that away from us as minorities, from us as women, people better recognize, I
0: mean- They're building a be... Supreme Court to do it. That's what they're building a Supreme Court to create that circumstance. Unfortunately, that's if you don't want to yes. believe it, that's what it looks like night. It looks exact, clear as day to me. That's what it looks like they're doing. Exactly.
1: They're trying to take away our rights to whatever. They're trying to make whatever type of country they can get over on, I guess. <laughs> I keep
0: thinking about when Obama was president and I always used to hear the the ignorant ones say stuff like, they're coming for our guns, they're coming for our guns. And I feel like they're coming for
1: our lives. They, they are now coming <laughs> for our existences. They, they're coming for yeah. us that's how I feel because I, that's where I just told you where I fit in the picture, mm-hmm. like whatever they do is, it's, it's going to mess me up. But you know, in terms of the um, mass shootings and gun control, when I think about the fact that we're selling arms overseas right. and how much money we're getting from that, there's no way. That's why they don't want to have gun control and they don't talk about that. You know, there are no commercials saying, hey, we sold 450 million AK-47s to the Saudis. They are telling us that. Well, they, they are don't telling us that our military is over there training their troops. They're not publicizing that.
0: Why, why do you think they're not publicizing that, Lee? They don't want us to look like, I don't know, money-grubbing traitors. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I I hope that um the vote that you know every everything right now comes down to please vote, please vote the right way, please oh, vote.
1: I know we're pissing some people off tonight. I don't care if you listen. Episode twelve.
0: I don't. This is again therapy for us. This is uh, our weekly get together to debrief on how crazy things are, the highlights of our life. We talk about the highlights of our life. We don't spend a lot of time talking about all the good, awesome stuff, but we do want to acknowledge that we have people who love us. We have people who care about us. We are blessed. We feel good about that. That's That's what keeps us. I now have, uh, I do work with kids and I'm really fulfilled with that. I feel like I'm teaching kids music and giving them some good tools for life. So it's not this like doom and gloom misery stuff, but it is mm-hmm. scary. It's mm-hmm. scary to understand that these things are happening and most of us are just going on about our day-to-day life. Like nothing big is happening. And these are pretty big things that are going
1: on. Well, and that's why I shared that story about my family history because you got to know how that stuff impacts you. Mm-hmm. You, you really do. So I can't stand for that. And I got to be very vocal and I have to be pushy because your life expectancy is 80 years. You're not thinking about my issues.
0: And it's like you said, at this point, bullet points are so clear. The facts are so in our face that you are either friend or foe. You're either That's right. on the right side or you're not on the right side. And you know, people will do this whole, I don't want to talk politics. Can't we just respect each other's opinions? No. Nope. 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 If your opinion is anywhere aligned with somebody who grabs pussy and thinks it's That's okay right. to
1: rape t- women rape
0: women and is okay with an American journalist Rapids. going missing for money. If you're okay with any of that, like we're not on the same page. No, I can't respect your opinion. If you're a racist bigot, I can't respect your opinion. I can't I just can't. I cannot respect your opinion. If I had opinions that were awful and Aim to hurt any group of people I would hope you wouldn't respect my opinions because that's not the way we teach our children to be That's right We do not teach our children from the book of hate if we taught our children from the book of hate We'd be all in a different world anyway So if we didn't start off in this good place that we all come from we cry for a reason we we laugh because we're joyous We come from a want and a desire to be joyous And when you start messing with people's joy because you need to put money in your pocket Now we're getting personal.
1: Very personal.
0: So vote, vote, vote. Andrew Gillum took on Ron DeSantis.
1: Yes, I heard he
0: did his thing. In a debate. It It was heated.
2: What I don't want to do is do what things like Andrew wants to do, which is do a California-style energy policy that will cause our electricity rates to skyrocket 20%, 30%. That's going to hurt senior citizens on a fixed income. That'll hurt our blue-collar workers. Uh, So let's deal with the issues that we can deal with. Mayor Gilliam. Well, first, uh, what Florida voters need to know is that when they elect me governor, they're going to have a governor who believes in science, uh, which we haven't had for quite some time in this state. Uh, I'm not sure what is so California about believing that the state of Florida ought to lead in solar energy. Uh, We're known as the Sunshine State. The congressman let us know exactly uh, where he was going to take this race the day after he won the nomination. The monkey of Comet said it all, and he has only continued in the course of his campaign to draw all the attention he can uh, to the color of my skin. And the truth is, is you know what, I'm black. I've been black all my life. So far as I know, I will die black. Uh, But this is the point. The the, the only color that the people of the state of Florida care about is the blue-green algae flowing out of the east and the west side of this state. Let me first say, my grandmother used to say, a hit dog will holler, uh, and it hollered uh, through this room. Mr. DeSantis has spoken. Uh, hey, first of all, he's got neo-Nazis helping him out in the state. Uh, he has spoken at racist conferences. He's accepted a contribution and would not return it from someone who referred to the former president of the United States as a Muslim N-I-G-G-E-R. When asked to return that money, he said no. He's using that money to now fund negative ads. Now, I'm not calling Mr. DeSantis a racist. I'm simply saying the racists believe he's a racist.
0: Those were, again, some highlights from the Gillum-DeSantis debate. Pretty intense conversations between them. I did not like the way that DeSantis kept calling Mr. Gillum Andrew. And Andrew Gillum did not on the flip side of that, call him Ron. <laughs> I, I didn't like that. He called him congressman. Yeah. Um, I think there's a big respect issue there. And, you know, the line about, I'm not calling Mr. DeSantis a racist. The racists are calling him a racist. I mean, it's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. He, I feel like he's talking to a very specific group of people. He knows who he's talking to.
1: He knows exactly who he's talking to. And Trump gave his orders out already on what all the Republican candidates are supposed to talk about. He gave them their whole platform. He's talking about the caravan trying to stop immigration. He's talking about law and order. He's talking about reversing Obamacare. Everything that he's talking about, Shell, is, you know, I hate to say it, but his whole platform is to eradicate minorities and to ensure that they preserve the white superior race.
0: That seems to be a common theme. ...these days. I'm telling you, if Vladimir Putin was darker, they'd be calling him a terrorist. But he is a white man running a white country, so people don't look at him as a threat. At least they don't act like they look at him as a threat. And These are the people who call themselves patriots. So I'm a little confused by that. I want to mention, too, we're coming back a few days later. Uh, You heard part one of the podcast. This is part two. We had some technical issues that happened, but we also wanted to come back and mention... That the gentleman accused of sending those bombs to Maxine Waters, the Obama family, the Clinton family, um, Joe Biden, uh, Robert De Niro, Niro, George Soros. He sent it to a lot of people. Anyways, he's apparently been caught and they found him in a white next to a white van. Apparently he lives in this van.
1: Mm -hmm. His mama kicked him out.
0: (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but that's kind of funny. Um, in Florida, he was, he faces up to 48 years in prison. Only 48 years. I thought it would be a lot more than that to, uh. Yeah, that's
1: cool too. They need to fight some more charges. DNA
0: found on at least one of the packages helped investigators identify Sayak as a suspect. And investigators were also able to use his cell phone to track him. That's according to CNN. Some packages sent to several political figures included photographs of targets with the red X marked across their faces.
1: Mm. The
0: Seminole Tribe of Florida, Seminole Gaming and Hard Rock International, said in a statement was no evidence the suspect is or was a member or employee of the Seminole Tribe of Florida. They they are not connecting themselves to him one bit. He may have connected himself, but they are saying no. Right. As recently as Wednesday, Sayak posted a tweet that was critical of billionaire investor and philanthropist George Soros, former President Barack Obama and others, according to the complaint... A package to Soros was recovered two days earlier on Monday. The arrest happened in Plantation, Florida. His van was towed away to Miramar, Florida. And if you haven't seen the van, he it's just decorated in Trump stuff. All Trump. He's a registered Republican. Or he's the fall guy. Or he's the fall guy. Five of the 13 packages mailed were routed through a U.S. Postal Service Processing Center in Opalaca, Florida.
1: And of course, they're already checking to see if there are any mental health issues. Of course.
0: Lee, I'm a little burned out from all of it. I cannot wrap my head around it. Stacey Abrams and what she's going through in this election that's happening in Georgia. It is insanity. Absolute insanity. The NAACP is accusing election officials in Georgia of bungling votes in the gubernatorial race. Um, in a complaint they filed Tuesday, they, they said that voting machines mistakenly showed votes intended for Stacey Abrams, the Democrat, as votes for Republican Brian Kemp.
1: Oh, hell no.
0: There are some people that say that they, as they voted, they literally looked at the screen and watched the screen change in front of their eyes.
1: Oh, they're doing electronic voting down there.
0: Wow, well,
1: yeah. We don't have electronic voting yet here in Michigan. Why? Wow. Oh, that would piss me off. Oh, heck, now do you know I would act a fool at the poll.
0: <laughs> Kemp, her opponent, he says this farce about voter suppression and people being held up from being on the rolls is absolutely not true. He's a self-described politically incorrect conservative, endorsed by Trump. He told supporters at a campaign event that he was worried about Abrams' attempts to increase voter turnout, according to leaked audio obtained by Rolling Stone.
1: He should be worried Mm-mm-mm-mm. because sister girlfriends is mad. And we about to show up and show out. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope we show up and show out the absolute right way because there was a group of women the last time around that let us down and still to this day kind of let us down.
1: You know, I think the sisters is going to show up, though. I hope so. They'll show up for Stacey. And usually it, that's what happens is they discount the minority vote. Mm-hmm. And we come out in droves to let them know we ain't having a shit. And that's what's going to happen this time. It's going to be a, a record number of people participating in the elections this year. People, if you are listening to us. Please vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, what to vote for, but there are some serious issues on the ballots. There are lots of gubernatorial candidates. There are lots of judges. There are prosecutors. There are proposals that will affect you even more so than Trump politics. You need to go and vote. There is a reason why they're trying to suppress our votes. If it was not important, we would not have to re-ratify the voting rights laws. They're attacking our rights as women, as minorities. If they take away our rights to vote, then they're going to invoke slavery again.
0: I'm not giggling because you're wrong. I'm giggling because it is that fucking crazy that that is absolutely a possibility.
1: I mean, think about it. Okay. Immigration. We're going to close our borders. We're not going to let anybody with dark skin in. Mm, mm. Law and order. We're going to lock up the dark skin people. Reversing Obamacare is going to kill too many people. That ain't even cool.
0: The pre-existing condition thing is a big deal. And there's so many Republicans, like we said earlier, that are faking the funk and acting like they are on the side of the people when it comes to protecting those with pre-existing conditions when in fact every time they voted exactly the opposite way. So Google
1: your senators yeah. and representatives voting history. It's public. Find out what they're doing. Are they lying to you? and they turning around and being bought by corporations?
0: Things that you thought were dealt with and you thought we were done fighting for are no longer uh, that's no longer the case. We still have to push forward and make sure that future generations understand what equality means. Uh, There's so many generations after generations that it's just about, Making it as a fo- as opposed to prospering and we need to create a culture where everybody Prospers and it's okay for everybody to prosper and it's not about two or three people prospering We have to get on an even playing right. field. The people that are currently running things have no interest in leveling out the playing field None. Get out and vote! Go vote! Hey ma.
1: Hey lady, how you doing?
0: Good. I'm so sorry to stalk you about this.
1: No, it's all good. I missed your call, Um, your text Friday night, and then yesterday I forgot to get back with you, so my bad.
0: It's all good. I thought I was going to be able to edit Friday night, and I was so tired I ended up falling asleep. Then I was gone all day yesterday. And then, I forget what we talked about on our uh, recap, but, Uh so yesterday I sat down and watched my dude, Bill Maher, Uh and I realized that between him and the Aziz Ansari show, do you remember what I told you about the Aziz Ansari show? About how he was really vanilla, about how he didn't want to piss off the Trump supporters, but he still wanted to make it seem like he knew what was up, but he still right. didn't want to piss them off. Right.
1: Walking the line.
0: Walking the line. And I was feeling a little bit, like, insulted Choose by that.
1: Pick a side.
0: Right. Yeah. Pick a side. Friend or foe. Which one are you on? Come on, you know, like, say it. Bill Maher made me... He hurt my feelings yesterday. So he was on Friday night, but I didn't watch it till yesterday.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But now there's this whole, like, anti-woke type of attitude where being woke mm-hmm. is bad. And and so Bill Maher went off on this slamming woke people, you know, slamming like people who are searching for the truth, slamming people who are pushing you to be uncomfortable. And I felt insulted by that. And I was like, I need to touch base with Leonica anyway. I don't know how deep into this I wanna get until the next episode, but like, I'm starting to feel that. Like where I live, I'm surrounded by 99% white people I don't have a whole lot of Indian people culturally that I see that look like me, that do things like me. There's not a lot of people of color in the environments that I am in. So I don't get that sense that they really understand that in order to make change, you are going to have to make people uncomfortable. You are going to have to rock
1: the fucking boat. Girl, they got a sense of entitlement. They don't feel that their boat should be rocked. And they feel that if... (laughs) If we make the changes that we want, they're they're going to lose something and they're afraid. So no, they're going to try and make us feel uncomfortable. They want us to shut up and be polite. I mean, it's the American way. Politeness. Don't say anything that will make people upset, that's going to cause conflict, that's going to create dissension, that's going to make people think differently than the status quo. And right now, we got to remember who decides the status quo. They're saying that they are this the status quo and and that's the problem with white people is that they make themselves the standard so when we talk about other things that are outside it seems outside the norm or they make it seem like it's outside the norm but it's outside of their norm mm-hmm. because they are one dimensional and don't have to deal with the multicultural world that we really live in they're going to make you think you're crazy
0: they do I just watched this movie with my kid. We went to the movie theater. We watched this movie called Smallfoot. And I was like, we came out of the theater and I was like, wow, that was kind of deep because it was about like science and believing facts and how, you know, Mm -hmm. that sometimes people are going to make you feel crazy for seeking the truth, but you should still seek the truth despite somebody making you feel crazy. And we came out of it and the, the couple people I was with, one lady was like, Yeah, it's it's just it was a good message about love how we all might disagree. But at the end, it's all about love. And then the other one was like, yeah, I I thought the message was like, see, the media is fake. And when you just kind of put anybody can put any news story out there. And you know, and, and they can fake it and it can be fake. And I was like, I'm trying not to read too into you people right now, but I'm kind of reading into you people right now, and I got to go home because I got to go home now. And I don't think they realize what they're saying sometimes, or maybe they do realize it.
1: They don't realize it. They are oblivious. Like, the self-awareness piece is gone. That's why I like that privilege walk. I need to be around people who have gone through the privilege walk. Remember the questions that we I, I read, like... Um, can you get a Band-Aid and
0: oh, it yes. makes your skin? Yeah, the one, yes, yes, when you talked about, yes, yes, the the, the the obvious examples of privilege that people don't even recognize. Yes, automatically. Can you
1: go into a store without being followed?
0: Right. But that's not something they ever have to deal with. They never, ever, mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever have to deal with that stuff. The episode that I'm editing is episode 12. And this is going to be an amendment to episode 12. Again, this is going to be the second amendment to episode 12. (laughs) But um, we were talking about the healthcare thing, pre-existing condition conversation and how Republicans are latching on and saying, of course, we want to support pre-existing conditions as far as helping those people, da-da-da-da-da, and they're flat out lying. You were like, I have to fight against this stuff because this affects me and mine Stronger than it will affect those people with a 80-year life expectancy rate. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you ha- you have a bigger responsibility to address these issues. The problem right now that I'm seeing is that people are not feeling empowered enough, strong enough, or they think it's going to hurt their pocketbooks too much if they express that voice.
1: And I'm at a point in my life now, Shalini, where I just don't give a fuck.
0: Right. Which is why we decided to do this, which is why I don't care if you listen is exactly what we're saying is we need to say these things because I don't care if you listen. Indians should be supporting other Indians. Black people should be supporting other black people. White people should be understanding what everybody is going through, trying to just have a regular life. And then if we all at least understand that about each other, and we understand that about ourselves, then maybe we can get to some... Let's express facts first and then talk about hurt feelings and bullshit later. They don't
1: want to face the facts, Shalini. The facts are painful. And then you got to deal with, I mean, it's layers to this because you can, you present the facts and then there's a reaction to those facts. And that brings about a lot of guilt and people don't want to feel guilty. I mean, that's just like the worst feeling. And then they feel helpless. I do see how I benefit from this. It's not fair. How can I help my friend and still maintain i mean it's white people having the same conversations you know about what their family members and their neighbors or classmates are posting you're not the only ones losing friends or respect for people like
0: if it well, does not affect them directly they genuinely are like i'll deal with it uh, um from this time to this time this day of the week and other than that i'm over it
1: well yeah because they can you know i have a co-worker that i talk to about this stuff all the time and she's like i'm getting ready to retire and I never have to worry about this if I'm not intentional about it. There are people who are like that, and then there are us who we can't get out of it. There's not a day, not a minute, not a second that we are not seeing through the lens of our skin.
0: To the people like Aziz Ansari, who I once had faith in, you let me down. You have a stage, and you just did this vanilla middle-of-the-road shit. Bill Maher, who you know, Lee, I've just been week after week, like, dude is mm-hmm. on my same page. I adore him, da-da-da. This whole attitude of don't be too woke and the woke people are annoying. Fuck you for that. Fuck you for spending any time on that. Fuck you for Double that. Double fuck you. Double fuck you. Especially because, like, I literally go out of my way to pay for HBO to watch your fucking show. so if, you're... if
1: I'm not woke, I will be dead. If I just let this shit that's happening happen, if I'm not aware, I will be dead. There is a reason why we say stay woke. We know what happens if we ignore things. I'm
0: Again, coming at this, three days of listening to our audio from episode 12. Just us talking about how we can't be silent about it, how we cannot ignore its existence. We cannot just be quiet about it. Like you said, if I'm not woke, I'm dead.
1: I carry myself in a way now cultural things like red black and green clothes my wooden african earrings my pets, t-shirts that support my ethnicities you know like i got one that says black history didn't start with um slavery and it doesn't end with obama i am black history And I do that because I want people to know that they are not the only ones there. I want to have a strong presence. I need to have a strong presence for the people who are silent about it because otherwise we aren't going to talk about it. So I will be art. I will be a voice. I will be poetry. I will be prose. I will be a podcast. I will be a blog. I will be whatever I need to do to get the message across so that people will continuously hear that these are the issues. And I know there were a lot of people who don't want to hear it, and that's why we call it that. They don't want to hear it. They are uncomfortable. But again, we got to put it out there because if not, we will be dead. Again, Trump's four political points, law and order, we're going to lock y'all up. And if not, we're going to kill y'all because you're a criminal. And we can do whatever we want once we say you're a criminal. Immigrants, no, you can't come in. There's too many of y'all in here. You guys are going to become a majority. So stop. Don't come here.
0: You literally took the thoughts and words out of my mind. So what I was going to reference was we had a conversation about vocabulary and whether mm-hmm. we had a vast vocabulary or not. And I'm not expecting people to come to this podcast to listen for lectures on metaphysics and things like that this is me and my girl really talking about our real life experience and our real life existence and our human experience i have to use the voice i have when i got into radio i wanted to use the voice i have it was a very controlled environment i could not use the voice i have Now I can use the voice I have. And if people listen, awesome. And if they don't, fine. And I may not have the best background on information and be completely accurate and completely on point about everything I say and do. But I do know what feels right and what feels wrong. And I'm just trying to galvanize what feels right and what feels wrong people together. I need to do this for my kid. I feel such an obligation. I told you, I waited so long to have him because I wanted to be Uh really sure, really, really sure that I was giving him a good world to live in.
1: What have we done? You know, it's that
0: like panic. of like, oh, shit. I'm sorry, dude. Really, really sorry. I feel really bad. And God, you know, God bless Bill Maher because on his show, he did say like, I'm not understanding what everybody else isn't freaking out. And thank you for saying that. But I did really feel insulted by this idea that you can't be too woke. You have to be careful not to piss people off. I feel like, what if I'm that one voice that says the right thing to that one ignorant person that was one step away from doing something awful and
1: ignorant? That's so hypocritical. (laughs) What they say, don't use your voice, don't piss people off. But 45 can say whatever the hell he wants. Dog out sexual assault victims. Talk about grabbing women in their vaginas. That pisses people off. So it's okay for him to piss people off, but it's not okay for us to piss people off. Fuck that. I don't care if you listen. I don't okay. care if you're mad. You, trade positions with me. Trade positions with me. No doubt. If, if you feel that I am wrong, come live my life. I mean, all the facts and numbers are out there. Statistic after statistics, poll after poll, research after research. They know what it is. They don't want to see it.
0: I knew that I wasn't moving to a metropolis, like I knew that before I came here. I guess I just thought- You I, thought it would be a diverse
1: diversity in ideas.
0: Right, I thought that there would be enough of that. And I see that and I see glimpses of that, but then people are really scared to go there.
1: Well, because I don't wanna offend. It, okay, first of all, I'm either gonna offend you, or if I side with you, who am I offending?
0: Mm, right, and that's where it is That's where I'm at But we've had this conversation about friend or foe What are you? I need to know
1: Those are the people who want to walk the line Yeah, And those <clears> that walk the line will kill you So, uh, we'll kill you, Shell We'll kill me You know, people who walk the line Because they're just going to let the people who don't walk the line And are on the other side of the stream Do whatever they want to us
0: I promise to you I don't ever plan on walking the line You can't It's not who I am. How do I... I really um, respected Bill Maher, and he really, really let me down. Even spending an iota of his time on, it is known that that is an easy attack tactic when you go after the people who are making the most noise.
1: Woke people are villains.
0: I guess I'm just sad that we're here. I'm really sad that we're here, but listening to the Gillum audio and listening to the debate I'm a huge proponent I like the way he talks I like the way he thinks vote Gillum vote 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 yeah, people
1: just need to vote more than ever we need to exercise our power mm-hmm we are power. Maybe he'll correct himself in the next episodes. Give him another chance.
0: Two weeks. We'll see before I cancel HBO. Yeah, give him I
1: another I got to get chance. this podcast
0: up tonight, though. So let's uh, keep our eye on Stacey Abrams. Big shout out to everybody in the uh, Abrams campaign. And donate to that cause. Follow these people on Facebook. Find them. Andrew Gillum, vote for him. In Michigan, um, Gretchen Whitmer. Mm-hmm. Um, is who, who who we're digging over there and... Prop 2. Vote yes on Prop 2.
1: To ensure that citizens determine our voting districts instead of the politicians who will draw them so that they're reelected over and over again every 10 years. Our districts look like a little kid scribbled them all over the mitten instead of, you know, Lines or based on population. So,
0: the other thing that we mentioned was Amendment 4
1: here in Florida give felons the right to vote. Florida has millions of people who have gotten off paper, who have served their time, who have completed parole, who have completed probation. They still have to mark that they have a felony every time they apply for a job or a, a membership to something or whatever. They have to face that all their li- life. But They should at least be able to vote because when they do get jobs, when they do start businesses, they're paying taxes just like everybody else. They deserve a say.
0: I sent you that infographic from our girl, Erin, who checks us out.
1: Yes. Shout out, Erin.
0: What's up, Erin? Um, She gave me an article that maybe we could talk about next week. Uh, The biggest political problem in America explained in one chart, according to Mm -hmm. Vox, Americans don't just disagree on the issues, they disagree on what the issues are. So um, if maybe you and I can kinda take a look at all this good stuff and then next week we can come back and dissect that article a little bit and see what we think.
1: Sounds good, oh my God, My girl. current situation. I just seen an article, Trump headline, Trump wants to see the death penalty come into vogue again. He's wanted that for years.
0: I don't care if you listen. Please stop putting people in jail for money. Thanks for being there for me. I can't listen to him. I can't listen to any of this. I can't support anyone who supports it. I can't support anyone who's quiet about it. But man, people, can we please start being real with each other?
1: Stay woke. Stay alive. Stay vigilant.